every practice, every game almost feels like you're getting hit by a car. Yes, yes, maybe even a bus. <laughs> or a fire engine. Like insane, like insane. Hey, 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 what's up? And welcome to episode number nine of my new sports podcast, Alex McComb, Big and Awkward. I am your host, as always, Alex McComb. This week, I'll be starting a series of shows called Injuries and Adversity, talking to athletes about how they have dealt with the physical and emotional pains of being sidelined and how they have learned to fight through the adversity. Today on the show, I'll be talking to someone who I have featured on my blog, Loft Alejandro, not so long ago about how her flexibility and mobility has helped her recover from her ACL injury. She has played for the Sir Wilfrid Laurier Golden Hawks uh, women's soccer team and is the absolute worst FIFA player I have ever met. Please welcome <laughs> the Patty LaManna. How are you doing today, Patty? Oh, um, how are you going to do me like that? Uh, I don't know. Oh my goodness, I'm good, how are you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, so Patty, you've you've been playing soccer for quite a long time. When exactly did you fall in love with the beautiful game? Oh man, um, I've always played it, so I feel like my love was always there. I just really didn't know about it until maybe about like seven or eight years old. Okay. Uh, what is your What is your earliest memory of getting hurt or injured? pretty tough uh, ACL injury within the past couple of years. Um, can you tell me how that happened? Um, how, like, how it, like, how it happened? Like, how it physically happened? Yeah, just how it happened and when it happened. Uh, it happened just, I would say just over two and a half years ago. Uh, and I got, I got kicked. I got kicked and my, my knee came out of place. And what exactly went through your mind at that at that moment? Uh, man, I was stuck. I was stuck between the thoughts of like th this is over for me. Like I, I can't play anymore. Um, and like I don't know. I, I was like this. This can't be God's plan for me. Um, my journey can't be over yet. You know, like I just, I just, I, I, I just didn't think I could give up. When when did you learn to accept? the outcome and when did you learn to be patient with the recovery process when I was sitting in that doctor's office I was told that I would uh, I would never be able to do what I love unless I listen and I do what I'm told to do and like maybe also being at home and not being able to walk and having to have to sit in bed for like a month was uh, probably mentally and physically painful um, I lost my independence to do things. I couldn't bathe myself. I couldn't. I couldn't like go to the washroom by myself. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like myself. Uh, like, and at that point, that's probably where I gained most of my motivation to do things. What helped you deal with that adversity of not being able to play with a long-term injury? Mm, I ask myself that every day. 
Why am I here? Why do I do the things that I do? I think uh, I think me forever wondering um, what my uh, what my brother would say to me if he was still here. But also, I think what motivates me is like everybody else's doubt in me. Like I use that as fuel because I love what I do and I have a passion for it. It's the number one thing I'm good at. And people see me as like a show off or mistake me as cocky and all that. But uh, if they endured the same thing as me or they were chasing the same dream as me, they'd understand, right? Like it's all about the journey. We have one life. Like, you know, I have this gift to play soccer and I'm not going to waste it. Do you wish you had done something differently before or after the injury? Oh, yeah. I wish, before, I wish I was maybe stronger, uh, a little more flexible, because maybe, just maybe, this uh, this all could have been avoided, right? And, I mean, after, like, I'm doing as I'm told now, you know, taking my time, uh, trying to correct every mistake and avoid new ones, right? Yeah. Um, do you still... Um... I've seen you with that uh, brace. Do you still wear it today, or is it is it completely off now? Thankfully, it's fully off. <laughs> wow, that's that must be a pretty good feeling. Oh, it's like, oh, it's indescribable. Did you did did it feel like it was a part of you for some time? Unfortunately, yeah, but I never wanted to make it a part of me. How does your ACL injury affect you today, either mentally, physically, emotionally? Mentally, it doesn't bug me at all. Like, when I'm on the field, I'm thinking about nothing but playing. Like, I'm in the zone. Nothing else matters. But uh, physically, unfortunately, that's a different aspect. Like, um, I have minor tweaks here and there. Nothing I can't handle. But, like, unfortunately, I have to come to terms with that. My leg is never going to be the same that it was before. But that doesn't mean that it won't be stronger or even better than it was before. Like... Um, I have to take the time to assess myself properly because I'm struggling with other injuries due to that surgery, unfortunately. Oh, really? What, uh, what are those? Like, minor things like, like just some type of, like, irritation in, in the muscles in my calf and, like, um, like a little bit of ankle stiffness. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird because it's like, I've never had any, any problems like that before but my physiotherapist was like well you know like you've also you've you've obviously had surgery on your knee you can't expect everything to be the same right oh 100 percent. yeah like everything is just so different and weird and i have to be so patient oh yeah when you're a high caliber athlete like that every every practice every game almost feels like you're getting hit by a car yes yes maybe even a bus <laughs> or a fire engine like, insane. Like, insane. Um, did you ever feel down and out during that long recovery period? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, 100%. 250%. Every single day was a damn struggle. My heart, like, ached with pain. I wasn't um, present mentally. Like, as I've said before, like, I could handle the crutches, but my mind couldn't handle the sidelines. From, from people doubting me, coaches giving up on me, and even family failing to believe in me, I've never wanted something so much more, like, in my life. Like, I've had to learn the hard way, but at the end of the day, I've had to wake up and, and like, 
you know, put myself in check because at the end of the day, I'm the only one that's going to care about me. 100%. You, you know, can, it's like you, either, you control your own destiny. Exactly. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to cry about it or are you going to put yourself in check and actually do something? If you were to walk into the recovery unit in a hospital and meet someone who had just received ACL uh, surgery, what exactly would you tell them? To be diligent, humble, and patient. Patience is so. I have no patience. You need to. You need to have patience because you know you, you can't force things. You got to take your time. Listen to the instructions that are given to you and follow them because you will regret it. You will regret it. Some days you're gonna feel like a million bucks and brand new, and those are the days that you must be the most cautious because it's like seeing a huge pool in of water in the middle of a desert. It's like an illusion. Okay, you have to take each day at a time, you know, baby steps, and just, you know, focus and push yourself, because the only thing that's going to get you there is patience. 100%. Right? That, you just have to work hard. You just have to work hard. That's uh, that's something that I struggled with earlier in my career. Um, in my first year of university, mm -hmm. over two years ago, Thanksgiving 2016, I uh, injured my ankle pretty bad. And I'm not really one to sit on the sideline, so I kept every couple of weeks. I would try to keep coming back, and it I kept on reaggravating, kept on reaggravating it for I don't know maybe a year. I kept trying to come back, and I was so I realized how naive I was. So eventually, it was I think December twenty. 17 I finally decided that I needed surgery and then that next April I finally got that uh, uh, ankle scope surgery and it's really helped me anyways but oh, uh, yeah patience is definitely something that yeah uh, you all... tried to push it aside eh? you tried to push it aside yeah yeah you can't do that with injuries like that any yeah. injury any injury you can't just pretend like it's not there it makes it so much harder when you're an ultra ultra competitive athlete. You just you God, feel terrible. You, have no idea, yeah. you feel terrible when you're not out there with your teammates. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. What um what are your goals in soccer and maybe even in life professionally and or personally? Hmm. Well, first I'd like to achieve my degree at Laurier, you know, and hopefully graduate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, um, if I work extremely hard, uh, I'd love, I'd love to play professionally in Europe or anywhere at that, you know, I'll, I'll take the first opportunity that, that, that arises because <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd ever get that chance ever again in my life. Yeah. I think the, the last time we spoke, uh, we were talking about you playing, uh, overseas somewhere in, uh, Europe or Asia. Because uh, yeah, there's lots like of I opportunities have, there for women. Yeah, 100%. Like, I have an agent and everything, you know. It's always been a dream of mine, like, since I was, like, a little girl, right? Oh, yeah. And you have you have connections now with Laurier, and I'm sure um, you'll meet someone that uh, could get you there who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone overseas. Oh, I know. I know. Just the snowball effect. 100%. Like, 
And then whenever I feel like most satisfied with myself and my achievements, probably head back home and then uh, try my best to be a part of the, um, the Toronto Police Service if I get that opportunity as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't like to tell most people about that because then they don't want to be my friend. They're like, oh, you're going to be a police officer. I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're going to tell me this now. Oh, oh my God. Um, Patty, is there anything else you'd uh, like to add today? Honestly, no. I think we've really covered it. Patty, thank you so much for your time today, and I hope you really kill it this fall. I can't wait to come see you. Thank you. I appreciate it. As always, thank you as well to my listeners for tuning in to Alex McComb Big and Awkward today. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. And I actually just downloaded TikTok uh, because apparently that's a thing now. But anyways, if you, the listener, have any topics that you want discussed on the show and or if you want to be on the podcast just like Patty, just message me anywhere and I would love to be more than ha- or I would mo- be more than happy to uh, listen to your pitch. Thanks and see you all next weekend. Got a sleep nice. Hey, lot of for a minute when your time has no limit you gonna shine. Lot of sleep If you enjoyed this episode, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn for updates on future episodes, guests, and installments to my new sports podcast, Alex McComb, Big and Awkward.